0: everyone, and welcome to another review interview. my little sausage Yes, right, so, today we're on to a bit of a, a different one. Now this is another extra one for Christmas Eve, I, I did a, a Yorkshire Bitter and I'm, I'm doing this one as a little extra. Now, there's a little caveat I need to turn around and say, I didn't buy this, and after seeing the prices of it, I decided not to buy it to review, I thought, bugger that, um, I was thinking that's a bit too uh, expensive. It's nucleated that glass. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, I got this as a Christmas present from my wife and my youngest boy gave me this because they knew I was coming to Scotland and they were heading off um, to Russia for Christmas and the festive period. So the two of them had got me this, got me a, a, a box of this stuff with... Um, I think there was a, a lager, a pilsner, a session beer, and an IP. So I will be doing them. And there was some glasses and a, and a bottle opener and everything else. I don't know how much it costs. I will put the details down below and things like that. But going from what I was looking at, there was like 12 bottles over 30, 36 quid they wanted or some crap like that. But... It's a uh, hawkstone lager, you know, the Jeremy and stuff. So, yeah. So, yeah, this is a, the situation. So it's uh, a 330ml bottle. It's supposed to be a premium lager. That was another thing that can kind of annoyed me. I mean, there's a lot of... So we've been discussing this in the comments about breweries, um, what they're charging, and on average is the cases so of 12 bottles are going to set you back um, usually over 30 quid now, not including delivery. Um, but at least most of them are usually 500ml bottles. The best ones I would probably say is, is Fullers. Fullers make good beer, and I would say that you might not like all Fullers beers, but you will find at least one or two full of beers that you will enjoy. And uh, they usually are quite readily available. Some aren't so much, but uh, you can get them from the website. And one of the good things is that uh, they're actually better priced. This is the thing that makes more sense to me is buying direct from the brewery, you would expect to get a better price than, say, buying it from the supermarket. A lot of times buying beer from... Basically, breweries is usually more expensive than buying it in the supermarket, which I just don't understand. I just don't see what the point of that is, unless they're selling their soul to get themselves into the supermarkets, which I just think is a bit daft. But that uh, uh, I like, is because like you can buy a lot of their products, eight bottles for fourteen quid, and. Uh, Again, if you reach certain amounts, you'll get free delivery and things like that. But again, it's just a bit more sensible pricing. So you're getting good quality beer, but you're getting it at a more normal price. And one of the things is price per bottle is actually cheaper than buying it in the supermarket if you're buying these kind of eight packs. Whereas a 330 ml bottle of this and you want 12 of them for a th- th- roughly about 36 quid, you're thinking, you're kind of ripping the piss a bit. I think you're, you're, you are paying for the Jeremy Clarkson kind of Association and kind of brand to it. Now, there's nothing really on the back here. It says ingredients water, malted barley, hops, and yeast, ABV 4.8, and it's brewed in the Cotswold Brewing Company. um, And that's Burton on the Water. There you go. In Gloucester. There you go. this isn't that far away from where I live. Tastes best when chilled. There we go. Hobson.co. And uh, just the drink responsibly bit. So there's nothing really on the label. But it has been heavily kind of promoted and hyped up by Jeremy Clarkson. And uh, I think they were claiming it was his barley that's been used in it from his farm, from the Amazon series, you know, Clarkson's farm. So I think you're paying a premium because of that association. Uh, is it a good beer? Well, hopefully it is. But even if it's a good beer... I still think it's overpriced. That That's the honest kind of reaction for me is for a 330ml bottle I mean seriously 36 quid for, for 12 of them and you think that's just over the score it doesn't matter how good it is I mean Fuller's let's be totally honest it's not going to be any better than what you're going to get from Fuller's and Fuller's use premium ingredients and they're not charging that. Timothy Taylor's, yeah, they're using premium ingredients and they make some really good beers. And, yeah, while they're basically uh, charging roughly about the same for 12 bottles, you are getting 500ml bottles and not 330ml bottles. So, again, you know, come off it. So, there's that. And uh, I've noticed there was two glasses that came with the kit. So, you've got this half pint glass, which I'm going to use, and they also had a pine glass. Why did they give me a pine glass unless I'm going to do multiple bottles into the glass because at the end of the day I put this in the glass it's not going to look very good. But I do notice there's a bit of nucleation on the bottom of this one. I don't know if there's one on the pine glass but there is some nucleation on this one so it should have a good head on that basis. So let's crack it open. And uh, see what it's like. I'm a bit late to the party, but at the end of the day, I wasn't planning to go to that party because the price they were charging—they could go and bugger themselves, you know. So there you go. So for people on the podcast, I think normally it would be a one finger head. It's about one half finger. You can see how it's how it's going off with the nucleation at the bottom to try and kind of make it more fizzy and more vibrant and everything else. So there you go. Um, marvellous. The Hawkstone. So, does it smell? I'm getting a bit of grey. Slightly kind of light, generic beer smells, but not really getting any hops. Getting a bit of grain, not really getting malt. Maybe a slight pepperiness, maybe, but just slightly kind of edge of the hops, pepperiness, you know. And that's really it. But as you can see, it's gone like belial. And you see how the head's going and just won't dissipate. It's because of the glass. It'd be interesting to pull this out into a normal glass and see what we like. But anyway, that's what we've got. So, let's see what it tastes like. Well, first thing I do notice is There was two things I kind of noticed. There's a wee, wee, wee bit, of hop in there, but nicely controlled. Funny enough, it's actually not too bad, actually. And I noticed little honey tones as well. Just ever so slight honey tones. But although it's in a nucleated glass and you're getting all this kind of looks naturally, um, the mouthfeel isn't isn't bad. Actually, it's quite quite soft in the mouth for a, for a lager. Could expect it to have a little bit more carbonation, just a little bit more kind of, uh, how would you say friction in the mouth with the, the carbonation? But no, it's not too bad. Um, quite a clean finish. There is a little hint of bitterness in the finish, but. Not to the extent, looks like a Czech lager or something like that, or a, or a Czech pilsner. Um, has, it does have a little bit of hint of bitterness, which you can get with some German beers. So I think, yes, it's has a bit more to that side of it. Um, but it's quite clean. It, it's light as well, but there is a little bit of hops there. Like I say, just little kind of honey tone, And there is quite a good level of sweetness. But yeah. It's actually not too bad. Actually, not too bad. I'm surprised, actually, because I was expecting it to have a different flavour profile. I expected to have um, some things that, uh, some flavours that were more kind of British lager generic, you know, a slightly earthiness to it, maybe also slight kind of metallic twang to it. I expected to get it kind of basically kind of mostly grain flavour and not really much malt and I didn't expect to really get any hops from it. At all, and that's one of the kind of problems is people going about you of know, British laggers why are they so bad? Well, the easy honest answer is there's not enough malt, they don't really put the hops in it, and you, the majority of the, the kind of flavor and uh flavor profile is really based around the grain, so it, it's usually kind of quite boring and just kind of light. And that's one of the big problems, is because of that, then you start picking up slightly kind of off-flavours, like slightly earthiness, kind of background flavours or slightly metallic flavours, and that's one of the big problems with these kind of, especially these kind of uh, piss water lagers. But I've tasted ones from good ale breweries, and again, they fall into the kind of same thing as that. well, we can go lighten the milk it's a lager and everything else. No, don't. I mean, I've had other lagers where they went too heavy in the malt and the hops and it's more like a golden ale rather than a lager you've got to get that balance right and i would say that yeah i would say they've got the kind of balance not too bad so yeah let's break down the flavors okay you're getting a bit of malt at the front but again and you get this little bit of sweetness but you're starting to get just near the end of the front of the mouth just that sweetness is just giving you ever so slight light honey tones which again kind of progress on to the midterm and yeah you just ever so slightly get a little little hoppy accent A light peppiness and then a very light floralness as well, and that's where you're identifying. That's how you can identify them as hops. It's like you know, ever so slight light peppiness and a little light floralness. I'm gonna put all the details down, and hopefully I can give you the malt and the, the hop kind of uh, the hops used in this beer, um, if I can find it. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's quite a nice start to. It. But Even in the mid tongue, you're still getting the ever so slightly light honey tones, which again it kind of stops it, just it just kind of stops the sweetness from kind of running away. Because one of these ones you think maybe not a bad bit of sweetness, but then as you start getting to the mid tongue, you think, well, no, it's it's getting a bit too sweet now, it's just it should be dialing back a bit, but it's just consistent, just that a decent level, not not too much. It's not adding too much richness to it or anything like that. It's just light enough. It's pleasant enough, but light enough. But just with these little kind of honey accents, it just kind of makes it a bit more interesting and, and not boring. But offset with uh, the hop especially in my tongue, it balances it out. So it's actually quite nice. It's quite pleasant. Um, but it is a light lag. And I'll turn around and say it. I mean, it's 4.8%, but it is quite light. There's, and there's no real kind of meat on this so it's very very drinkable from that point but with the mouthfeel and everything else which of course might obviously be assisted by the nucleated glass um it does it's quite drinkable but when it moves from the kind of uh, near the end of the, the mid-tongue you just give it a good, slightly some very light bitter accents which again just transfer sense kind of fair over to the kind of uh aftertaste in the back of the mouth but you're still getting ever so slightly little, little light honey tones and the, the sweetness the sweetness and the grain kind of dissipates you start to lose what's left of the malt just near the end of the mid-tongue just as it transfers over I think that's the kind of last of the kind of malt flavours but you've still got a little accent of honey tone the sweetness is kind of Dissipates along with the grain. But once you've kind of swallowed, you've just still with these little kind of remaining accents in the mouth that they're of this very, very light bitterness. And it just makes it a, a, it's quite a clean finish because it dissipates quite quickly. But yeah, it's, it's I mean, as you can see that you can see how the head is. That's definitely because of the glass, not because of the beer. Overall, it's it's light, it's drinkable. Doesn't seem to have any hot flavors, which unfortunately a lot of uh, British lagers suffer from. And overall, yeah, it's a nice, kind of easy drinking lager. I wouldn't say it's groundbreaking. I wouldn't say it's only wonderful. I've tasted lagers with a lot more flavour. Um and a bit more robustness to them that are still sessionable and still very drinkable. But this is a very easy drinking lager with kind of, there's nothing unoffensive. And yeah, there's just enough flavors from the different aspects just to kind of uh, make it a nice pleasant lager. And I'll be honest, lagers aren't my kind of uh, go-to from this, but I thought I'd chuck this in because it's basically uh, a Christmas present. And I thought, well, I'll do them as part of the kind of Christmas period. So I will be doing the kind of rest of the Hoxton kind of beers um, that were in the, the box over the Christmas period as well, just little extra ones. But uh, overall, it's inoffensive, nice enough flavours, very drinkable, and yeah, but. What would I give out of 10? Well, one of the big problems is price. It's got to play a part of it. And also, the 330 mil bottles, I mean, that's got to play a part in it as well. And I've got to say, although it's quite a nice lager for a British kind of run-of-the-mill lager, because I would class this as more of a kind of traditional... British lager, it has that kind of uh, flavour profile. Um it's been brewed nice and well, they've not tried to kind of reinvent the wheel. They've used obviously a decent kind of quality ingredients and yeah, it's just in general, it's just a nice pleasant lager. But for the price of it, well let's be totally honest, it's way overpriced, in my view. Other people might say differently, but um What I can get, I mean, let's be totally honest, for that type of price at 36 quid for 12 bottles of 330 ml, well, I can get 16 bottles from Fuller's for some nice beers. So I can. Not a problem. I can get two eight packs for a lot less money. That's reality, and guaranteed for the thirty six. Probably what I'm paying for the the sixteen bottles from Fuller's. If I was paying the thirty six quid, I'd probably get the delivery included in that price. So it's a far better, and of course I'm getting some really good beers. So if you look at it that way, it's not such a great thing. Regardless of Jerry Clarkson, I'm sure he's lining his pockets with it, and everybody else associated are all getting their cut, and that's wonderful, marvellous. But Let's be totally honest. It's overpriced. It really is. So on that basis, it's got to, you know, reflect in the score. So, if it was a more a normal price beer at a 500ml bottle because I just don't understand why they're doing 330ml. That's fine if you're buying cans of soft drinks and like that. but the kind of industry standard now, unless you're in the craft beer fraternity, but in the more traditional kind of beer kind of uh categories 500 ml bottles is the kind of norm 330 ml is because people think they're better than what they really are or they're looking to rip the piss and uh profiteer from it which i think this is probably what it's more more about um but yeah on that basis i mean normally if it was a normal price 500 ml bottle what would I give it? Six and a half. That's what I'd normally give it. But because of the price factor and everything else, what would I give it? Well, it does really affect it. So I'm going to give it a five. I would say for the price of it, it's average. If it was a more normal priced beer in a normal sized bottle, which is 500ml, then yes, you could say, yeah, well, six and a half, it's above the kind of average flavor-wise and everything else, but no, it's it's overpriced, so yeah, I guess a five. And uh, would I recommend it? Um, flavor-wise, I suppose, yeah, it's it's quite a nice lager and easy drinking and everything else, and uh, I'm glad I've got it to review. But if I was basically left to buy, then I wouldn't have. So I would never be reviewing this beer because I think it'd be overpriced. So I'm only doing it because I got it as a gift. If other people hadn't spent the money, then I can assure you I wouldn't have. So there, but it comes down to it, am I going to recommend a beer that I would not buy myself? Well, that'd be a bit hypocritical. Flavour-wise, it's okay. Yeah, it's drinkable and everything else is quite nice. So I, I would recommend it from that point of view. From the price of it and everything else and what you get for your money, no, I wouldn't because I wouldn't pay that myself. So I wouldn't recommend it, and that's reality. And that's the, probably the biggest disappointment, is when you have a, quite a good beer that's priced itself out of the market. Now, I know people will probably will buy to try it and everything else. That's great. Go for it. Curiosity and all that. But is it a viable option to get them in, you know, for... A Saturday session or a weekend session or some good football matches coming up, we'll get some beer in. or what I'll do is I'll go online and oh, or... Joe, what? You know, 30 mum, 36 plus 11. Guys, I drink more than one game. You know, so you start looking at that and you think, no, it's not realistic, really. I'm going to have a barbecue, maybe get some beers in for the guys coming around, ah, uh, Should we get a ho- No, we will get the hugs No, Jesus. Because Dave, he'll drink maybe about, usually about five or six cans quite easily, and that's 500 mil. How many bottles are? Geez, you know what I mean? You'd be looking at that way. And then, of course, you've got four or five mates. So it's overpriced. That's the reality. So, anyway. It's a uh, Hoxton Lager. In association with Jeremy Clarkson. It's 4.8%. It's a 330ml bottle. It's way overpriced. Tastes okay, not bad, but overpriced. Wouldn't recommend it. Thanks for watching. Cheers. Bye for now.